0: hello everybody this is lucifer k silver and you're listening to the anything and everything podcast where i do anything and everything talk about anything and everything and sing anything and everything this was i have no idea what because i have not recorded it (laughs) i i've been really busy lately and there might actually not be a song at the beginning of this because if i get way too busy i'm just not gonna record it Because I know I'm going to be delaying it because of the song, and since I'm going to be delaying it because of the song, I thought that simply putting no song at all would make more sense than to just delay the whole episode. And I know it's kind of choppy, but I'm sorry. It's just, I know I said that my hiatus is just going to be a month or two at max, but things happen corona came and shat on my life and now i basically have to figure everything out again how i live and like basically everything and which is exactly what the fuck okay there's something happening and there's also the fan on So, I'm not sure. The audio quality on this one might not be the best because I'm going to have to cut out a lot of stuff and when I put noise cancellation on it, it might refine my voice a bit. I don't know. It just makes it really, really weird and I have no idea why. So, anyways, I'm back and I don't know if I'm going to be consistent enough, but I hope I'm going to be. I'm going to be recording more frequently i actually had three to four episodes already recorded but as time went on i just didn't like them anymore and putting them out after a lot of things that happened it doesn't make any sense to me so i'm doing another one and all those i'm just removing all of those i'm not doing anything So, yeah, and since there's so much going on in my life, and I really don't want to think about it, so I'm going to talk about something that has been a distraction, a really good distraction, and it is K-pop. I actually had a whole episode about the conspiracies, not even conspiracies, the weird, bullying, scandal shit that was going on in K-pop. i had half the episode on that and half the episode on how valkyrie was getting bullied on bullied because of addison ray and how toast toast was kind of getting canceled these are twitch streamers streamers by the way i've really been into twitch lately twitch and gamers and just games and I really want to play some Valorant, but I cannot because my device, yeah. there's a lot of noise, I'm so sorry, so um, I really want to play Valorant, but I can't because like it's, I don't have the device for it, actually I kind of do. It might work, but the graphic resolution is just going to be shit in my current laptop. And all the other people I know do also do not have a device that is capable of actually getting into Valorant. So, I'm going to have to say goodbye to that for, for a while. Scarlet said she wanted to, wanted to join Twitch. Like, to watch streams and stuff and actually buy a gaming laptop and shit. So there might be a chance in the future that we might be playing something together. Possibly Valorant, or just something, something good and something not Among Us. Among Us was really good, but it requires ten people and we're two. Including Rose, we're three. And that is as good as, as it gets. Also, happy pride month i am so excited for pride month i don't even know why and my life has been like really really shitty lately but pride month still gets me all giddy and excited about everything that's happening and i have no idea why because i am kind of plausible to my family which means i cannot really do anything because again i'm a high schooler and i do not live anywhere else I will live with my family and I'm not out to them and the country I live in it's really really homophobic here and it's also really really weird and they do not have pride parades or basically anything which is exactly what is weird because I'm gonna be doing nothing but I'm still really really excited for pride month like, I got excited by the return of the rainbow hashtags on Instagram yesterday. It's, but it's the 2nd of June, by the way. It's the second day. And tomorrow is the Bye Friday. Tomorrow, I'm going to be. It's going to be my day. But I don't know. Nothing's going to happen. Nobody's going to wish me or anything. I'm not going to wish any. I, actually, I think I'm going to wish somebody. There are people i know who are by but other than that there's really nothing that's gonna happen it's not a huge deal but i'm just still so happy about it and my country doesn't even entirely acknowledge the pride month so i don't think it affects me in any possible way but i'm still happy so well i can just plainly be happy i I'm also waiting for new Netflix or just content. I know I'm really into VLs and I've been watching a lot of VLs, but I still want some lesbian passing relationships or some non-binary love women or non-binary love men. Just some good content and other than gay content. There is so much gay content and I genuinely love all of it. But I kind of want to see more women having a healthy relationship with no cheating involved. Like, as a bisexual, we we are usually portrayed as cheaters and I really do not want that kind of image. I really do not want for people to perceive us like that because it's not like that doesn't even matter that much if you're with one person if you're with one person it's like any other relationship but it's just it has so much so many misconceptions that i really want some more content on like just woman love woman content some content about trans people something other than gay rights because there have been a lot and I by a lot i mean a lot of things about gays and it's good it's inclusive but i also want i don't want the gays to kind of overshadow the whole lgbtq community because they are what's have they, they are what has been defining us for a while because i went on to instagram and there was this post i saw i have never thought about this this like like in this way before but i went on to instagram yesterday And There was this post that said that we are kind of defined by it, and it's not as if we have a problem with it But it also means that the other people are not Getting a lot of recognition, which they need Like Okay, there was some spike. I'm pretty sure there's some Thing that's been interfering with my voice. I'm so sorry if that is the case so it's just I just have no idea if that's entirely true or not because I'm kind of shielded from the entire world here I do not have any real-life people who I meet on a daily basis who are in the community I do not have a lot of diversity in my friend palette in terms of the LGBTQ plus community and my country isn't it's it's really homophobic and transphobic Which basically means that I do not, I'm not as educated as I would have been if there was more inclusivity in my own society, in the little bubble of society I have around me. I feel like everybody has a different kind of society around them, and the one around me is not very inclusive, it's not very well, it's not very accepting, but only in terms of the adults and they kind of dictate our lives so hence nothing for us yeah that's that's kind of dark but because of that and since i saw this post i kind of realized that, that there has there's a lot of gay content there are yaoi novels and i've been reading a lot of yaoi lately and then i started looking for some yuri mangas and manhuas and i couldn't Find anyone that was good enough, or anyone that people talked about. I just couldn't find it. I tried looking on YouTube, on Wattpad, even AO three, and I couldn't find anything. Which is why it came to my mind that when people think of the LGBTQ plus community, the first thing that pops into their head is gays, and I feel like i kind of wish there was more things representing women and not just by women because by women were kind of i guess they have been exploited a lot and they have all, there's also the misconception of there not being any by guys i just want some content that is inclusive that's all and I feel like in the future we might get a lot of it. Because, like us as Gen Z, I've seen that on the internet, around me, I've noticed that we are a much more inclusive and accepting generation than the ones before us. Like, even the millenn- millennials are kind of fine, they're not that bad. <laughs> but we as the whole generation we are more inclusive and we are also the kind of people who have the most messed up mental health (laughs) but we kind of understand that right we understand that and on the internet when i see people talking in terms of how they are not gonna follow in the footsteps of their parents and actually make sure that the kids are okay that kind of makes me happy and it also makes me feel that Later on, my future might not be as dark as I think it is. My, I might not have to hide myself as much. Because the people around me would be fine. Like, everybody I know, they know that I'm bisexual. They know my identity. and the, But those are all the Gen Zs. Those are all around my age. And the people who are older than me, I have seen them passing such homophobic comments and such transphobic things. I just do not like that. And I also feel like if I do come out, they are what's going to be the biggest threat to me personally. They are what's going to affect my life and not people of my own age, people that are... Gonna be in my life later on. Oh, and also, I just wanna mention it's while we're on the topic of homophobia. I saw this person's posts yesterday. It's a person I know. I have no idea what was going on in that, but there was one person like, it's all, all of these are people I knew, all of these are people I know by face all these are people i have met so there was this person she recently made her account public on instagram and i don't know she she's been let's just say weird (laughs) so she's been kind of weird and we've been making fun of her obviously but not to her face we're not that mean (laughs) so and she's not our friend she used to be for a while, but then it should happen, and now she's not. So, uh, on her posts, there was this one guy. He was constantly hating on her. Well, there was no reason to. It was just a picture, and it was not even something that offended anybody. It wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't homophobic, racist, anything that could possibly offend anybody. It was just a picture. But that guy was so hell bent on hating on her and i know that guy i know they go to the same school they know each other they have seen each other and for a fact i kind of have an idea that something happened which we do not know which is why the guy is doing this although i feel like that's a really really immature move but he went on to her posts and he's constantly hating on her and then she started like i feel like she should have known that Something's gonna happen when you turn your account public. You're gonna h- get hate But then her mother got involved in it and then the guy got more aggressive saying that you need your mother c- to come in and Long story short in the end her comment section was filled with people either calling her or the guy gay as an insult And I know it was an insult because there was a huge argument and I read the whole thing. And it was horrible and Mind you, I read that yesterday, (laughs) on the first day of the Pride Month. I read that, and I kind of... My whole theory of Gen Z's being a better generation, yeah, that kind of degraded a little bit. Like, right now I'm 95% sure that our generation's going to be better. But after reading that, I was kind of down 25%. Well not 25, like 15% I guess. So I was down to like 80% sure. And now I'm 80% sure that we're gonna be a better generation. Like obviously there are always gonna be people who are orthodox and who are that thing, that this is unnatural. But I also realized that it's still known as an insult. Which is exactly why a lot of people do not come out. Like I didn't come out for the longest time because they used to joke and used lesbian as an insult, which again is not healthy and was never healthy, but when I came out my friends stopped. All the people I knew stopped. I stopped. Hello everybody. You might be wondering why I'm saying that again. I actually left the mic for a moment and I went to go help my grandmother because she's here. But she is the person who Because of who, I cannot really do this frequently, because I really have to be with her right now. So, basically, I left my mic, which means I have now forgotten forgotten what I was talking about. I think it was something about more content. It was something. I was about, I was leading up to the point where I said that I want more Netflix content or just any content basically, which is exactly what I'm excited about in Pride Month. Yeah, this is a really choppy cut, and I know it, and I'm so sorry, but I feel like you guys might be used to it by now. <laughs> I make a lot of choppy cuts and a lot of abrupt topic changes, so I'm gonna change the topic now and go on to K-pop because... Honestly, this whole Pride month, I'm going to do episodes which are constantly about Pride. And I'm going to talk about it a lot. So I'm not going to do a solo episode on it. Because I feel like that would be too much. But, you know what? There just might be one episode in the middle. <laughs> because it's one I've been planning for so long. And I recorded it like four or five times already. But nothing really felt right. So I feel I might record it again. It's a good idea and I love it, but the way I say it feels weird. It doesn't seem right to me. So I'm gonna try do it again, do it a couple more times, and maybe I'll reach the desired goal. I don't even know what the desired goal is. So, yeah. But I'm gonna try to be frequent. So hopefully that helps. Uh... Anyways, moving on to K-pop. There has been a lot going on, and a lot that I've been listening to. The first one I wanted to talk about was the Itzy comeback, Mafia in the Morning. Oh my fucking god, I cannot even express how much I love this comeback. I genuinely have no particular liking to the song, like the actual song song. And I do listen to the song often, but it's not like i guess in terms of music i don't entirely feel that passionate about it but the performances the f- the expressions the vocals the stages the outfits the fucking outfits it's so good and like genuinely It's you have to be one of the only girl groups I really, really like. Because their music is something that I do not hate. It's not cutesy. It's something. Their songs actually have meanings most of the time. And I genuinely just love this whole concept. And after seeing Yuna in the Mnet performance, like there was this performance where they had all red outfits, if you know what I'm talking about. Their outfits were all red. All of them were red. And Yuna was wearing like a furniture, a tie, suspenders, and, well not suspenders, the things you wear around your shoulders, are they suspenders, I have no idea, In black pants, it was like a combination of red and black, and she was, she, Yuna shown in this whole era, and I'm genuinely just simping for people here, I simp for Yuna at this point. Yuna and Ryujin, these two people, oh my fucking god. They were so good the whole comeback. And then before that, Yeji did a cover of River. I went crazy over that. I bugged Rose for days to watch it. That's the pressure cooker. And I also bugged Scarlet for days till she watched it. Like, believe me, River was so and it was just a dance cover but it was so good and it fit her perfectly yes you might hear the pressure cooker more than once so i don't know i was just this era has been one of the best ones that she had. the last one i loved this one. oh my god yeah you, you guys should kind of get used to it because this is the only time I have and this is the only time the food's been made and now the pressure cooker it's gonna be there see so try to overlook it and I'm gonna try to edit it if it does not get edited out you know what it is so I I just genuinely genuinely loved wannabe I wannabe wanna wannabe it was wannabe right I'm so sorry it was, uh, so I didn't even love Wannabe. And now I love Mappy in the Morning. These two eras are just so, we're just so good. And I feel like every single one of them is so talented in their own ways. Like, really, it was, this has to be the badass content I wanted from girl groups. I want to see more of in girl groups. Like, they don't usually do this. And when we see this, it just blows our minds. Like, it blew my mind. And believe me, Yuna owned this era. She genuinely just owned this. I don't know. I'm just simping here. It was so good. And even Sorry Not Sorry. I, I watched the performance of it. I haven't looked at the whole album of Guess Who. But Sorry Not Sorry was also really good. And as people said, I kind of agree with them that Sorry Not Sorry is more what I more the kind of music that I associate with INSEE. So I can I really really wanted I not want it I hope that would be Yeah, this is a distraction. <laughs> I hope that that would be their title track, but it wasn't. And they went to the promotions with Mafia in the morning but anyways i'm not complaining both are really good and both deserve the hype they're getting and i hope i kind of want them to get a bit more hype and also advice by Damon. oh my god i love that whole album so much like so much like seriously I feel like Taemin is one of those people who has this very distinctive music style and very distinct voice, and every time he makes a comeback, it's a banger. I have not heard a single song from Taemin which I did not like. The whole album was advice was of advice was good. I have no idea how they do it. I it's been a long, long time since I like a whole album of somebody like the entirety of the album sometimes people have albums and they make some songs out of with some songs are actually really really good but the others are kind of repetitive and they don't sound right i guess and it shows that they did not pay that much attention to those particular songs but in this one it's like i think six songs i i might wrong it's like six songs and every single one of them is good Uh, like i had an obsession with every single one of them like every single week my obsession changed like at first it was advice then it went on to sad kids and then it went on to if i could tell you i feel like they damon is actually one of the biggest people i've seen like the idols admire him and i can see why Because when he performs, like there are a lot of times where we see backup dancers and then the artists blending into the backup dancers or sometimes being upstaged by the backup dancers. But I have never seen that with Taemin. I have never seen anybody upstage him, which says a lot because those dancers, they are professionally trained to just dance. And I can see why some people might get overshadowed by them but i've never seen Damon getting overshadowed by Damon getting overshadowed by anybody literally his whole crew they're great dancers but he stands up he stands out out of a bunch of professional dancers so you can see how much of straight Chase presence he actually carries with him and obviously the crop top outfit however i'm not going to talk about the crop top outfit that was so good and i want to see more of something like that on anybody basically in the k-pop industry i want to see more of just casual sweatpants and a sports bra and i don't care if it's a man or a woman can be either and i would love it like seriously that was so good this whole comeback of taemin was so good i'm i'm kind of sad about it that he's gone to the military i'm not gonna get any new music from him At least for 18 months, which is a lot, but anyways, it's compulsory, and I cannot do anything. I'm also not gonna get any shiny content, so yeah. Troubles of being a show, troubles of having standing a group in which all the members have to (laughs) list. Like nowadays, more like half of it, half of the groups are kind of foreign and they came from other countries, so they don't have to serve, or they're a girl group, so they don't have to serve. Like, not the entirety of the group. Here, it's the entire group, and I have to wait for every single one of them to be back. And I'm kind of happy that we got this little period right here, like the Don't Call Me era, which was also really, really good. Okay, so I'm gonna actually do an abrupt topic change. And move on to the big question. I know a lot of people, a lot of you are listening and are thinking, why hasn't she talked about butter yet? Why isn't she talking about BTS? And I have a lot of reasons for that. I have a lot of reasons for not mentioning butter. And one of them is I did not entirely like this comeback. Uh, Do not come at me. It's just my personal opinion. It's not i'm not invalidating people who liked it it's okay you like something and but but i did not mainly because i have seen bts right from blood sweat and tears era and and i used to love their music there was a time i used to just love everything they put out like i have a whole albums of them which are like the whole albums of album of Wings was good the whole album was love yourself tear was amazing and even map of the soul 7 i did not i genuinely liked the whole album of it but after that and even some songs in mots 7 i felt like it was repetitive And I genuinely feel like BTS, they do not fit the criteria to be called K-pop anymore. They have gone into mainstream pop. They are not appearing on anything. They're not what you would expect a K-pop, quote-unquote K-pop idol to be. And it's fine. It's not as if I'm putting them in restraint. But I feel like their music has changed along with them. Dynamite was fine at first. I genuinely liked the song. And then it was really overused. And then I started hitting it. And Life Goes On came along. I, I did not like that one that much either. Then the whole album of B. I don't know. There was just something about it. That seemed kind of repetitive to me. The whole album of B. And I also did not entirely like the whole album of Map of the Soul, Persona. I don't want to offend anybody. I genuinely like dinosaurs out of it. I like a couple of songs, but I did not like the whole album of any of these. If I look at them from a musical point of view, I felt like they were going more for mainstream pop and there is a lot of mainstream pop and i did not start listening to bts because i wanted to hear mainstream pop i started listening to them i started standing them because they were unique they had this very distinct sound to them which i loved but now since their music has kind of deteriorated i personally do not feel as connected to it so I feel like, at this point in my life, I would not label myself as an ARMY. I'm not. I used to be. There was a part of my life that would always, like, they will always have a big part in that era of my life. Their music will. But, now, I feel like... I like the whole K-pop industry more. And I feel like they deserve more hype, and a lot of people like Stray Kids, Thaymen, Z for a change for a change like not for a change what the fuck why did i say that phrase Z for a matter of fact like all these people drinking catcher they have such good music they have that distinct sound that you look for like you listen to a song of like any other songs and you will instantly know it's them that is how you know it's a good thing they have their own style and they're sticking to it, and I don't mind them experimenting, but I feel like the feel I had, feel they had back then, that kind of deteriorated, and I, I don't really feel like sticking around for that. So, BTS are BTS are still good. They were, they are, they are superior in a lot of things, and I'm not belittling anybody here but i feel like blackpink and bts since they have blown up their music style did change a bit blackpink also became really repetitive like if you look at lovesick girls how you like that and did do 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 and kill this love or just remove lovesick girls from this look at these three songs together all of these all of their choruses they sound really similar some some raps sound extremely similar for god's sake ice cream was the only thing that was different and obviously it was way too way too pink for me i could not handle that comeback and i have also not realized that its lyrics are not completely meaningless they do mean something i was innocent i did not know i'm so sorry so yeah anyways it's just i feel like these two groups they have started making music more mainstream music they think that would get them to maintain the hype they have in the western community and not so that they're not looked at as k-pop and i feel that but i also do not think i think their music kind of had a bad impact of all of it. It, like, I genuinely loved "Love Girls," but the chorus of it—it's just, it doesn't—it just doesn't sit. I, like, I love the whole song. I love Jesus' parts. I love everybody's parts. I also love the sarangis, sarangis, the pen and Poland parts, and it's just all of this is so good but as soon as the chorus comes up it's just i I don't know i feel like if they would have done something to the production of it or just just changed something the whole song could have been a banger but it's it just wasn't because they messed up the chorus a lot of people loved it. A lot of people liked the comeback, but I personally did not listen to it back then. Now that I'm actually listening to it, I genuinely love it. I love a lot of the songs on Blackpink's the album. I love I "Hate to Love Me," "Hate to Love Me," yeah, um, yeah. That's it. I loved I "Hate to Love Me." I loved "Crazy Over You." There are a lot of songs that I actually really like, but. I feel like if they would have put it something to love singles, that song could have been so good. But they fucked it up. <laughs> and all of this is my personal opinion, by the way. I'm not telling you to like something that I'd like. I'm not telling you to do not not like what I don't not like. Um, it's just, it's my opinion. I want to talk about it. <laughs> and I feel like I have to say this because sometimes people misunderstand. And you guys know what I'm talking about. You guys know who I'm talking about. So, yeah, that was it. And so, so now butter came along, right? There are a lot of, I still have something to talk about. It's already long and I need to go take a bath. But Grandma's gonna, gonna come out of my tail and be like, why haven't you not taken a bath yet? So, yeah. So, basically, butter came along. And everybody was really excited about it. For the first time, I did not feel any excitement for a BTS comeback. I have been disappointed for so long. Like, Life Goes On, B, then Dynamite. I have been kind of disappointed in the music they put out. I had high expectations. And now that it's changed, if yep, I had to go awake and. <laughs> because as i said my grandmother did come into my room asking <laughs> why haven't i not taken a bath yet i'm gonna have to do a lot of editing in the, well not a lot but some editing in this one and you guys are gonna know when i do it because i actually say it too <laughs> so anyways i had been so disappointed for so long i kept well not so disappointed but like a little bit disappointed obviously and since i'm a person who does not base my opinions on artists on the artists themselves i look at the music i'm in it for the music and when the music gets i get out of the fandom right which is exactly why i have been like in this of fandom for so long because she never fails to amaze me like i did not entirely like lover it was not something to my taste but I still liked a couple of songs out of it. And then she made well and then she made folklore. And she also made Evermore. And all of these all of that was so good. I genuinely liked it. I I also genuinely liked Reputation. Evermore was so good. I like Evermore was actually really, really good. I liked Evermore more than folklore. So, I feel like Evermore should get a, l- a lot more hype than it actually is getting. So, um, since the BTS thing, it, it, they kind of- I was waiting for BE, I was waiting for a lot of things. And at this point, I stopped seeing the point point in the hype of it all, and when it actually came out. I did go ahead and listen to the whole song and actually stream the MV once but yeah that didn't click for me either i only listened to the song on reels and the only part of it i know is smooth like butter like criminal undercover hot like summer walking into your hall like that i think the hot like summer part might be wrong here but then again i haven't listened to the song not not a lot and i did not like it i genuinely did not i don't I feel like the hype was way too much for a song that was going to re- sound really similar to Dynamite. They tried to make the next Dynamite. I did not feel like it deserved the hype of that. And then now, Olivia Rodrigo, she came out with her album, and her song was on top. Like, she had a whole ass album, right? So And she had a song called Good Fear. And believe me, I do not like Olivia Rodrigo that much either. I don't listen to a lot of her... The only songs I've listened is "Driver's License" and "Deja Vu," and that also only and solely because of Instagram reels. They're not in my playlist. These songs are not in my playlist. But I feel like berating everybody. Like I saw the things I saw on Instagram for the past couple since "Butter" came out was. Why isn't it on top? Why isn't it on top? I could see why, because the music was repetitive and it was not, it was just not something to a lot of people's taste. I didn't like it, Scarlet did not like it. I know a lot of armies, who, people who actually label themselves as armies now, they didn't entirely like it. So I do not see the point on them being on top with a song, that is actually not appealing to a lot of people. And the generic armies were so, so mad at Billboard and YouTube and Spotify saying that everything is happening and they're not deser- they are not don't deserve this. But the point is, I don't see anything wrong with somebody else being on top. You are not... Th- I know you love your artists and you want to see them on top. I love The Untamed. And I, it's, it's top tier for me. But now Word of Honor came out and it's, I think, a bit more well produced and a bit more well shot than The Untamed. And people love it. And this is the second thing that they got into after The Untamed. And Obviously, some people have the opinion that it's, the best it's better than the untamed i wouldn't say so myself because it the untamed holds a different place in my heart and i'm so obsessed with it and i I probably will be always obsessed with it but i cannot deny the fact that maybe word of honor is better and if it is it's okay if something else is on top there was a time, it had its time, and now there's something else. It makes sense to me. If something deserves something, and it's there, we cannot attack people. And we cannot attack the ones who like the new one better than the old one. And I saw like Oliver Rodrigo being on top, and then the army is saying things like, you are like you're not supposed to be on top and it's bts and you're only on top because you're american but i don't see it like that people don't see bts as k-pop anymore There might be some racial discrimination but the music bts has it has reached a global level and if they are getting views they're getting views if they are not getting views it's not because of their ethnicity because before they have got to a point before and it wouldn't have been possible if the music wasn't actually good but now if they do not reach the same level of intensity it's not because of the race i don't see i don't see the point of it being because of them being asian or them being k-pop or something it's an english single when they came out with dynamite it blew up so much even in america but now it's butters is there and obviously it didn't i don't know i just didn't like i did not like it a lot of people didn't like it but now that it wasn't on number one i don't a lot of people were attacking olivia or attacking spotify and billboard and saying that they're just they're doing this to just to see bts down and that it's partial I don't know, I just feel really bad for Olivia. Like, she came out with something she thought was good, a lot of people thought that was good, and she was on top, and then she got hate for being on top because somebody else wasn't on top. I don't think that's the way things should go around. One of the things that I would not like myself to be associated with the army fandom anymore. There are a lot of people who are mature, there are a lot of people who actually are just, they're just like the artists. And they are my friends, but uh, there are a lot more of them who are not as understanding or as, I guess. They're just obsessed with BTS and there's a difference between obsession and actually being good and actually the music being good. There was a time BTS was so good. Like, I still listen to a lot of their old songs on a daily basis. I still listen to a lot of their stuff. I still go back to their old performances, but their recent stuff, I do not look at it anymore. So, I don't know. I feel like I might actually get hate for this too. But I feel like this needed to be said. And also, there was also this one more thing that, like in K-pop, there's the stream culture, right? like stream, stream, stream. I all, and then they try to compete with Western artists. Now, this is where I think things might be a bit weird. Western artists do have a global reach because of the language they have. Most people know English, they understand the songs, obviously and then there's k-pop a lot of people do not understand k-pop because obviously it's korean but like if a song is good it's good gangnam style blew up and that was 10 years ago i think 10 or 8 i'm not entirely sure like it was a lot of years ago and i think i personally think that it it was a catchy song and it got on and even though people did not understand it, it blew up. That has to be the first K-pop song I've ever heard. And I don't see anywhere in size comments that her fans are like, stream, 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 stream. I don't see them like that. I have never seen anybody actually streaming and actively telling people to like the stream and stream and stream and telling guidelines for streaming, taking streaming so seriously, other than armies. And I feel like that's really weird, because, like, this is. Now I'm gonna do a comparison. I've talked about this with Scarlet too. Like, let's take Ariana Grande. She. A song out and people listen to it, people have got the envy. But West, there's no stream culture in Western music, nobody says like stream, 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 stream. Name nobody is like that. And no, I used okay, anyways. So I don't see people, not a lot of people. There might be a smaller group of people that I actually do that in Western groups too red groups and people too, but I don't see a lot of it. But in the K-pop fandom, everybody just collectively streams, constantly streams, and they set like guidelines for streaming. And I've seen Blackpink, BTS, EXO, these really mainstream groups being like that more. Than the normal groups. Normal as in the people who do not have very very extensive fandoms, and very very passionate fandoms. I guess. I cannot put these things into words without being offend, without offending anybody. (laughs) I'm trying to be really really respectful here, but it's kind of hard. I'm not disrespectful. In real life. I'm trying to be, but I feel like I am failing. <laughs> so, there are a lot of fandoms who are not as obsessed with their groups, and they were really chill fandoms like Agase, Mono BBs, Shouts, all these fandoms. I've never seen them being like stream, 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 and I've never seen them actually actively fighting with anybody because they like the group more than the group they stand so I I see them as normal people <laughs> I just see them as normal people I have seen concerts in which God 7 just walks into the crowd and they part like they, they part like see and just they just part and make way for them I have not seen them like just grabbing at them and just pulling them I have not seen that and like they're just so chill they just go and sit in the laps of their fans and just just stay sing, do whatever the fuck they want because they can because their fandoms are respectful enough i've seen the same with monster x i've seen the same but shiny so like obviously there are always going to be toxic fans but they are a lot less number and normal respectful people as fans are more in those fandoms and i feel like they are in it for the music their music never wants to deteriorate like monster x did go big in the us earlier and i listened to the singles they put out the english ones they were good and they still had the monster x touch like play a cool was really good who do you love was really good and it still had the monster x touch it still was really really good in my opinion so the pressure cooker so obviously i don't know anyway so if i ran around to put out a song one person listens so like in my opinion, the reach that a normal person, normal artist has, but not a lot of people actively streaming is more because they're reaching more people. But here, they're not reaching a lot of people. They are just a, one group of people listening to one thing over and over again. And not a lot of people listening to it once or twice or thrice or however, however times it's normal to watch something. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I see it as. I have talked for so long, and now it has gone dark. And now <laughs> I feel like people are gonna come at me. Do not come at me. It's just my opinion, it's my personal opinion. You can have your opinion. I do not say yours is wrong. Well. Anyways, this was all that I had for K pop. There were more songs. I also have started liking Kang Daniel a lot. <laughs> People are right when they say that you watch him once and then you simp. Because I saw this short review with Jesse, with Kang Daniel in it, and she started simping. And then I did too. There's also the thing of ending fairies on a light to end this on a light now. The ending fairies? Have you seen the ending fairies of the second generation people? <laughs> like. Every about a single member of shiny was just hilarious, like awesomely hilarious. And then the best thing I saw was Highlight just running off of the stage. They just ran off the stage because they didn't want to do the ending there, and they were just too awkward to do it. And then they just ran off. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> they're like one person ran off, then the other was looking at them. They're like, oh my god then they ran off too, because obviously one member cannot run off. Then the members ran off, and then the backup dancers were just standing there so confused. And then they, they ran off too. It was just so funny, and I genuinely loved it. That was just so good. So anyway, this was just for, for this episode. I'm going to try to be a bit more frequent, I guess and there might not be songs at the beginning sometimes because I record them separately to have a better quality and I might not have time to do that. I'm so sorry, the layout might change a bit, but I'm still gonna be talking about artists and I really wanna do a lot of things for Pride Month, so be sure to look out for that. And I'm gonna see you whenever I'll see you. I'm making no promises. As I said, I'm really, really unorganized. At the beginning of the podcast, I did say that there might be times where I'm just really inconsistent and shit. And you can see that now. I'm, I'm proving what I said. So yeah, I'll see you guys whenever I'll see you guys.